When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Illegal Pete's is back and we are so pumped to have them on board again. As you guys know, the pandemic shut down lots of restaurants and Illegal Pete's was one of them. They've been back in action for a while now and we couldn't be happier to promote them. They have a bunch of awesome new stuff going on, including their sound check promotion, which is an ongoing promotion at all locations that offers a free draft beer or house marg with purchase of an adult entree when the guest shows a same day ticket to any event. So jump on that. If you're starting to go out and do things again illegal Pete's can hook you up they also launched their party margs during the pandemic which are 32 ounce house margaritas four times larger than their normal one you can get stuff during happy hour at all locations from 3 to 6 p.m every day one dollar off all drafts one dollar off house and coin style margs twenty dollar party margs one dollar off large chips and queso as well just a bunch of awesome deals right now also apparently their queso is really great and people love knowing that so now you know head on over to illegal pete's and get yourself some awesome food today Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ Hayfley on a, a mostly slow day. A little, a few things to talk about around the league that we'll get Bro, to. August is Augusting so yeah, hard right now. It's full on August at the moment, so it's... We're gonna we're gonna get into get into some topics. Let's start with this one. Uh, Thomas Tatar, Tomash Tatar signing uh, in New Jersey for two years, four and a half million per. Clearly pricing the Abs out of that conversation, which is no big surprise. But it's pretty much that was it. That was the last real 
decent big name to sign in in free agency. There's still a handful of smaller guys, Donato, Zach Parise, etc. Um, but free agency is also hit its August at this point, basically. So yeah, now we have the fan overreaction to arbitration. Yep. Instead, arbitration time. Dennis Gilbert, come on down. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's fight over 200k in the AHL. Yep. I I don't even think they would be fighting over that much money in the AHL. The Avs have been one of the league's most generous teams in AHL deals in the last five years. They've regularly given out 350, 400k plus AHL guaranteed money. So yeah, straight up. From Hawaii, very nice. Live the dream. Yeah, super jealous. I, I always want to go to Hawaii, and Z's always like, now. <laughs> Why not? Because it's still the United States, and she wants to go on vacation. Oh, I see. I see. Already been to the U.S., been there, done that. Yeah, I guess, man. I don't know. I'm always just like, Hawaii is beautiful. Let's just go. <laughs> it's so cool. She's like, everything there wants to kill you. I'm like, it's Hawaii, not Australia. Yeah, that, I don't know about that. Hawaii's pretty dope. Yeah, Hawaii's the shit, dude. We'll see. It's no Japan, but I haven't been to Japan yet, so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Free agency, basically done. Is there even anyone big going to arbitration this year? I don't think there's anyone super big. I guess uh, Hughes didn't elect for Hughes can't, right? So. Nope. Yeah. So yeah, you can't big. you can't coming off an ELC. Yeah, it's got to be your fourth year if you signed a three year ELC. So um, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> anyway, yeah, not gonna not gonna get into anything too deep, too complicated here today. Just gonna chillax a little bit and and having a fun show, but. The main yeah, topic. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about jerseys, dude. Let's not pretend like this is gonna be a fun show. This is gonna I be mean, like crawling through a field of broken glass. We, yeah, I mean, should we just bring the jersey up and and explain what AJ means? Because the Avs, Andre Bujalski, uh may have nothing confirmed here, by the way. But I don't know why Bujalski would be wearing a jersey that isn't correct. Yeah, it's not like he went to Walmart and got it customized Yeah, <laughs> in Vermont. <laughs> uh, obviously, the Avs jersey numbers look a little bit different there. Uh, they are blue with a black outline on the back of the jersey. AJ and I always talk about how we're not jersey people, but that is ugly. <laughs> so... I'd, I don't. I don't care. It, indifferent. Yep. All right. Fair enough. We were talking about it before the show too, and RK was saying, with the blue jersey numbers, it probably means the blue pants are sticking around, though. So, are you are you a fan of the blue pants? Have have they grown on you, or is it are the blue pants still not the best? It looks like a black outline, but you can't really tell. It's definitely a black outline. Uh, no, I, you know, the pants are ugly. I also don't care. My fashion, my fashion sense is horrific. So, however I feel is the wrong opinion. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm kind of in that boat as well. Fashion has definitely never been my thing. Uh, thank you for the super chat, Sasha. Much appreciated. Uh, a little bit more to the yacht fund, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, look, I think the pants were okay. Like with the with the colored jerseys, the home jerseys, but the pants with the away just never looked good to me. Yeah. So, I don't think the numbers is going to change that. I don't think it's the numbers will change that either. Doubling down on that Walmart ass blue that they've decided to roll with. Uh yeah, yeah, it's very very light blue. But you know, of course I'm a jorts man, but like go full in. They should just wear jeans at that point. Jean shorts properly. If they yeah. made their breezers out of jean material, that would be something. I'm I'm good with chat right now that the burgundy pants is where I would have gone. Yeah, Give it Bur- a whirl. I think Try burgundy it. would be good with the away for sure. Yeah. Um, the blue, the blue with the uh, the blue at home. I don't want to say it grew on me, but it stopped bothering me. It didn't That's stick the out like a on. sore thumb, at least on the next to the I, home jersey. Yeah, I never got used to the helmet thing. The helmets were ugly. I, yeah, I don't know why they didn't just stick with the black helmets either. But yeah, those blue helmets. They seriously, I'm like, I just want to go ask this guy where like the sporting goods section is. <laughs> I still, I still want the NHL to bring uh, the thing that the Liga does, where the the top scorer on each team gets to wear a golden helmet. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's dope. I think it would be cool for, especially like they're going on to ESPN and stuff, make it easy to to pick out the star player on each team. Yeah, I mean something, right? To yep. Make something a little bit more definable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. It would be it would be weird um, to like play against Vegas when they're wearing their like shiny gold helmets, <laughs> like they're like Notre Dame knockoffs, and all then you have like are, all of them are their top scorer. <laughs> uh, Jacob with the uh, the super chat with the conspiracy theory here, since Kroenke is married to Sam Walton's daughter, is this a deep conspiracy to make everything Walmart blue? You never know. All right. You never know. They're, we're we're only one step away from even more advertisement on hockey jerseys, and then Walmart will be all over the abs confirmed. Oh, well, shit, if you double-checked on Reddit. <laughs> burgundy pants with those numbers will be fire. I don't think they're going to have burgundy pants as a thing. Yeah. Um, it, it could be a burgundy outline, I guess. It, it doesn't really matter to me, to be honest. The, my, I don't care what the outline is. The problem with the jersey is the blue numbers to me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it, if it is burgundy, which it does look like it is on this picture, um, that means there is no longer any black on the Avs jersey. So they've cut it down to just. Oh, I guess the the lettering is black. But as far as accent coloring, there's. No I don't think that lettering black. is black anymore, man. The letterings I mean, is it? Is that sh- burgundy too? I I'm open to the oh, idea. Oh yeah, that no, it you, totally is. You're right. I and I gotta like turn up the color on my monitor or something. It's definitely uh, burgundy also. So okay. well, I 
The only thing I would say definitely is that I I need to see it up close to actually know because I can't really tell. If you look close on, on like the actual picture where it's enlarged, bigger than we have it here on our little program, it's definitely burgundy. Um, so yeah, basically no black coloring in the abs jersey, at least the away anymore, which is fine. It was always like a accent color at most, but real talk, is this the only time we ever see Andre Bujalski in an abs jersey? Uh, you'll see him in training camp. Mm-hmm. No, we won't. Uh, well, alright, so if if and when they bring back rookie events. Nope. I he, mean, the, he can come to those if he wants to. There's no way he's going to the prospect tournament. You don't think so? No. Why not? Because the college kids don't do those, especially do. especially when it's going to be as late as it is. Because the prospect tourneys usually were earlier. Well, I'm saying, and in prospect a tournament years, when they get back tournament to at the home. end of September is yeah, he won't come to that one. But and yeah, I'm saying he's, like he's going to be in school already in a year or two when schedules have kind of the only time we'll, we'll see that dude. I, I don't, and even then, it would be like the practice jerseys. Uh, is the uh, the 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 thing that they do after the draft, the like the week long like development camp or whatever? Yep. Which. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I well, they know. they show up and they like run around in the mountains and they do team building exercises and the abs warn them about not being on social media because big scary people on Twitter will be mean to them and now they've got the Hunter Miska thing that never happened that that they get to make up that they get to <laughs> use as ammunition against the fan base. <laughs> well, hey, the three on three game is fun. All right. Yeah, New Hook was a lot of fun in that thing. Yeah, he was a blast to watch. Uh, although uh, driving up to Fort Collins is not my favorite thing in the world these days. But... Yeah, I watch that shit on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I'm driving to Fort Collins for that, man. In any case. Although I'm like now, I really like my car, so driving is very Oh, wow. All right, all right. Rich boy over here. Oh, yeah. Although sure. you, have, you have to drive to Fort Collins from Winnipeg, so... Yeah. That might yeah. be a little tougher. <laughs> yeah. Um, in any case, we can take our first period break there as we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get it down at the bar. Of course, you can always get it at your local liquor store. Be sure to check out the Good Company Hard Seltzer 15K and sampler packs as well. Uh, yeah, I love their beer. We have eight different kinds on tap. You can't go wrong. Any any Breck brew you find is always going to be a good one. And we're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. AJ, have you been watching much of the Olympics? <sighs> Not since I got to Canada. Fair um, enough. They really just haven't. They just haven't really been on, and I haven't gone seeking them. And I've just been doing more like oh, uh, away from the computer stuff, except for raids and work. Definitely fair. Uh, right now, they have plenty of opportunity to uh, to get paid based on the Olympics and otherwise, but 
For DraftKings, again, if you sign up with that DNVR code, you can get $1 turned into $100 if America wins any medal at the Olympics. All you have to do is bet on an event before it starts. If you think America is going to be good at it, put down your $1, turn it into 100 bucks when America wins. Even the bronze. It doesn't have to be gold or silver. Any medal will do the trick for you. Uh, if I'm going to give you my DraftKings pick of the week, uh, I think... Let's see. Let's see what's coming up today, actually. Uh, what's a what's an easy one, do you think? All right. Here's an absolutely not easy one, but it, uh, it's ridiculous odds. If you want to bet on the men's 50-kilometer competitive walking, you can bet on that at DraftKings Sportsbook. And my pick of the week is going to be the Greek competitor, Alexandros Papa Mikhail. Or is that Michael? I don't know. But he's 20,000 to 1. So put a dollar on that guy just for the memes, and you may come away with a nice little lump sum of cash. Yeah, I hear the. I hear yeah, the you hear this? The Mounties are coming for you because you're straight <laughs> stealing out here. <laughs> Sometimes it's that easy. Sometimes it's that easy. If you got a good read on the best 50-kilometer walker in the world, the the leader is a Japanese guy who's plus 300. So maybe you're into the, the competitive walking scene and you have a better read than I do. Go on down to DraftKings Sportsbook and put your head on it. There's no better read than take the guy that at twenty thousand right. to one odds. You might as well, for- you just, dude. You just you just take those odds. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't even matter what they are. You just take them. You have no idea how it's gonna go. You just have to. You just have to take them. That's too good. That's somebody trying to make you a lot of money. You just say, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah that's right. It, you can put down a dollar or an amount of money that won't affect you in any way. And if you win, you win an amount of money that can affect you significantly. Like, <laughs> it's just too good. Too good to pass up. Uh, tons of other events, of course. A lot of Americans in the 5,000 meter run. A couple of other events as well. So check them out today. But my pick of the week, again, and Alexandros Papa Mikhail. I think that's how you say his name. Probably wrong. But check it out. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. Use that DNVR code to get the $1 for $100 opportunity if the USA medals in any event. Again, check DraftKings.com Sportsbook for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. AJ... What what do you do in August? Like, because I this is usually when I start getting into European prospects and stuff, because leagues will tend to start up in the middle of August. Mm-hmm. KHL, yep. But the needle Ravalov. Yeah, exactly. But right now, I don't believe the KHL has officially started yet. I think it's this week. So. What are you going to do for the next week, AJ? Just nothing? Just sleep? Catch up on your sleep? Uh, I watched all six episodes of Sexy Beasts last night. Oh, God. I saw... I, I haven't watched it yet, but I saw uh, 
Love is Blind had like three reunion episodes. They sure out. did, and they were spicy. The first one is incredibly boring. Don't watch that. Okay. Uh, but the last two episodes, spicy. <laughs> All right. I'll they have, were uh, absolutely worth for a good follow-up. So good. I guess I'll have to check it out, I suppose. Uh, am I doing the Prospect Pyramid again soon? Yep. Gonna do a lot of stuff. Have highlights and reviews from last season. First thing, I have highlights and video breakdown of their new guys who are signed slash traded for coming probably tomorrow. Uh, but highlight reviews, prospect pyramid stuff, all sorts of that as well. We should, we should do a prospect episode. We actually haven't done one since the draft. Yeah, we could get into one for sure. We talked like we talked about it during the draft. Where would this guy be in your top five? And now it's like, all right, let's just sit down and do it. Now we have time. True enough. And it's better than just being like, oh, we'll cobble together a show based on two minute stories from around the league. Thank you for the super chat, Andrew. Uh, it's Yo, unlikely. I was, I was just thinking about Andrew this morning. There you go. Because I haven't. I was like, yo, where, where, where's he been? It feels like forever. I haven't seen him at the bar or anything. I think it's pretty unlikely we'll cover much of anything going on with Chicago. Yeah, I, I mean, the, to to be honest, it's because it's not. There's nothing tangible to really whoa. talk about, but it's not. It's not even. It's not even that so much as it's like the people who are involved in that story are reporting on it, and we're all just kind of watching it as it comes out. And I mean, to to say that it's. To 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 say that it's horrifying is an understatement. Yeah, I mean, obviously extremely serious stuff going on there that is very, very problematic. But yeah. We are it's, also not in Chicago and can't report on the ground about it. So Yeah, it's not it's really uh yeah, I need to actually get to that at uh, that podcast episode. Um that he did that I think Rick was on it and they covered all this stuff, but it's just um it's something we're, we're watching, we're keeping an eye on. Um, it's horrifying, to be honest with you. I mean, every I'm, I'm blown away by the, uh, by the reality that the people in Chicago's management who were, in, like, were involved in that stuff are still there. And the, the league isn't like, okay, we need, you guys need to be removed while these investigations all play out. Like you look at like what Trevor Bauer with the Dodgers yep. players, players are removed from these elements while investigations take place. Yep. And that's the proper way to do it. And that's not happening in Chicago. These guys are all just like, this never happened. And there's just more and more evidence that it did. And it's just awful. It's awful. Well, I, uh, it's awful. I'm, I don't know what else to say. I don't. I don't know what else um, there would be for us to say about it, uh, other than how we feel about it, which is that it's it's awful. It's awful for the game, and it's awful for it's it's awful for those people. It's. I gotta find new hobbies, man. This is weirdly similar to the old method situation. Dude, it's. <sighs> Yeah. It's yeah, it sucks. It's painful, man. I mean, that's that was what I thought was so great about Echo winning it, man, is that they yep. came back from that. 
yep. the people the people who weren't involved in it, but watched like it happen in the organization that they helped build. Burned to the ground, basically. Yeah. And then went and did their own thing. Yeah, I'm it's I don't know. Anyway, it's it's awful. I just think it's awful. Thank you for the super chat, Carrie. I'm pretty confident all of your super chats are just meme questions at this point. <laughs> uh, if they're not, yes, McKinnon will. Uh, the Avs will do everything in their power to resign McKinnon. But yeah, I'm genuinely not worried about it. Like the Landeskog King thing came as close as it about a, about as close as it possibly gets, and they got that done. And that's Landeskog, who is super important to the Abs as an emotional core. But Nathan McKinnon is like the on ice core. You don't lose that dude. Yep. You just don't. Pretty much, the blank check is is what you hand him, and you ask him to be kind. And that's about all you can do. With I mean, the, like McKinnon, yeah, basically. like you start, you start in a certain area, and then if it gets to a, if he ends up being like, no, I want fourteen, or I'm leaving, you're just like, all right, well, fourteen it is. Guess he's leaving. <laughs> like, yeah, like you don't. There isn't a number that you realistically are like, okay, well, bye, Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, but even at fourteen, he makes the team better than without him, right? So, <laughs> yeah, like. He, yeah, um, and then you know, I know everybody has attached themselves to that quote of, "Oh, I'll take I'll take less to stay here." Like, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, it's really easy to say that when you're four years away from having to to actually put that on the line. It was it was a very easy thing for him to say when he couldn't do anything about it. All right, but can he negotiate? chickpea dinners into his new contract. He apparently didn't have to. He just walked in and said, this is what's up now. <laughs> this how we eat now, boys? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to be powerful, I guess. Uh, thank you for the super chat, David. COVID willing Williams travel with the team this season. Uh, it it's still up in the air with the Delta variant and everything right now. Like, yeah, it, it really just we'll look, we get there. Look, if we have locker room access, yeah, we'll go on the road. If we don't have locker room access, there's just no point to it. Yep. Even if we get into the, into the buildings and fans are back and all that is if we don't have locker room access, there's no point in being on the road because there's no difference between don't let anybody lie to you and tell you that it's, it's super different when it comes to player access, You're when it comes to on like, the Zoom call, yeah, when yeah, that dude, the the, the people, the people who are, will will travel will be sitting in the same Zoom calls the rest of us will. The big difference there is that they are they're in the arena, and being in the arena is just a different feel. You feel the game change. You can see certain things a little bit differently. Is that worth the the price of? Flight and hotel? No, fuck no. It's not. It's just not. Uh, it and that's that. Like that's just the reality of it. That's the unfortunate, ugly truth of our business is that it's it's not worth that investment until until we have actual player access again. Yep. Now, if 
if the Avs change what they do and people who travel with them get breakaway interviews and we get one-on-one Zoom calls, then it becomes very much totally. worth it. Totally. But as it was last year, there was no reason to travel, basically. Yep. So we're definitely, we definitely want to be. I'm literally planning on being, like, planning multiple holidays around where the Avs are going to be. Yep. Going to be in Dallas for Thanksgiving. Vegas for Christmas, Dallas for New Year's Eve. Like, I'm all about that. So, it's, we we definitely want to get back on the road and we want to be back out there. But this whole, like, oh, tra- traveling, like, the, the insistence that people are traveling, no. With, without locker room access and they want to pretend that it's super valuable, it's just, I wish it, I wish it was. I, I wish there was something to it. I would love to be back on the road. They're, it's just it not just there. Doesn't make financial sense right now. And yep. again, I mean, McDonald's just announced mask mandates again for all of them. So it's you know, the United States is going backwards in this, and yep. we're not going to get. This is not going to be Rudo and AJ talk about COVID. But right, we're not going to get deep into it. But the point is. We yeah. don't know where we'll be when the season starts. Like I was fully confident at the end of the season as vaccine numbers were going up and blah, 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 that we were going to get there and we were going to be back on the road and uh, locker room access was going to be a thing and that the really angry, I don't want to get a vaccine from the government and blah, 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 blah. Those people were going to be a vocal minority. And like they've proven to be a, minor- a vocal minority, but still large enough that it's going to cause the rest of us problems. And I don't, I mean, that. I think that that's just truth. So. Yep. We can move on from the topic. Thank you for a very weird super chat, Jacob. I'm, I'm glad that a Russian homeless man believes two Hall of Famers love you. I guess. I like the random act of kindness from... It is quite nice, yes. Yeah. I don't know. How do you know he's both Russian and homeless? True. Did he have a Russian accent, I guess? You never know. Um, in any case, before we delve down any deeper into that... I mean, um, I, me, just, just my general ignorance on it, but if I... If, if, I, I wouldn't know the difference between a dude who had a who who was Russian or Ukrainian. You know, is that splitting hairs because it's like Eastern Bloc? But I don't know. True. I mean, they both speak Russian, right? Yeah. So that'd be tough. Uh, in any case, don't be ignorant about the things below the belt. All right. I know a bunch of you went to religious schools. It's time to it's time to learn a little bit. It's time to educate yourselves on how to get trimmed up. Go to Manscaped. Use code DNBR to get twenty percent off and free shipping Just on the perfect package four point <laughs> Get the lawnmower four Make sure you're keeping it tight down there. Just like you mow your lawn. All right, you got to mow your lawn if you know what I'm saying. Uh, I did that. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta mow your lawn. You gotta mow your lawn. Yep, exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. They also have a bunch Enjoy. of other products, whether it be breath mints, nose hair trimmers, face shavers, you name it. They can take care of all of the body work you need, both below and above the belt. So, 
Manscaped has you covered on that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good thing Kale was, was producing yesterday. Allie's producing today, but... This is true. Today's wasn't nearly as bad as yesterday's. What did you do? It's oh, bad. God. It's bad. <laughs> now I'm going to have to go back to listen. Don't, don't do it. It's gross. It's, gr- <laughs> it's gross and it's bad. I'm going to take your advice, AJ, and not do it, but... <laughs> RK can. RK will appreciate it. There you go. You'll appreciate it, Ryan. Alright So yeah, support our partners Manscaped, one of them that we love Very, very much Also, Chevalier Mortgage Both Mike and Virginia have been in the business for a long time Here in Colorado And obviously you can get Incredible rates right now It's also very expensive to buy a home So that's why you need Mike and Virginia Because Mike is a certified financial planner He can find the right home loan for you That fits into your entire picture Especially when you're trying to pay for somewhere near Denver Because it's crazy expensive right now So they got you covered Hit up Chevalier Mortgage Go to dnvrmortgage.com Where you can get a free consultation And signed up to win some free DNVR merch Uh, Check them out there You can also call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 They will help you alleviate a ton of stress From the house purchasing process Michael Chevalier, NMLS 1931006 Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631 and Green Mountain Dental Group, they gave you pretty teeth. Get on over there, get a cleaning x-ray and exam with them, and you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. <clears throat> Excuse me, we've had a ton of people switch over, and they all said it's one of the best dental experiences they've had. So Green Mountain Dental Group is awesome. Makes going to the dentist just a little bit easier for you. A lot of people don't like it. They try to make it a little bit easier. So go get that free Sonicare toothbrush today. <clears throat> all right, if my voice doesn't quit on me, What's going on there, man? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just randomly was like, I'm out. Yeah, it was done. It was done. The Manscaped read wasn't good enough, so I revoked my privileges, I guess. (laughs) No more making noise for you. (laughs) Um, We've... Let's do this. This is shooting from the hip. Later in the offseason, we'll do like a proper predictions show. But right now in the West, you have... Presumably the Avs winning the Central and Vegas winning the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Who do you think are the top contenders in the East? I'm assuming Tampa still, despite the losses that they've had. But who else do you think is on top of the East? Oh, geez. Let me look at the divisions because I don't know those divisions off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, I know. I know. Especially after last year where they were all jumbled. But Well, last year was great. I knew those divisions. For some reason, I understood those divisions. That, but this that's, year... Well, last, that's because half of it was just like, all right, this is Canada. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to figure out the difference between whatever a metropolitan and an Atlantic is. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, the Atlantic I actually think is going to be interesting. Tampa Bay is taking a step back. Yep. And I think Florida is the one that has the best chance to take a big step forward. Boston Boston really just got different. Yep. And we'll see if it was better or worse or the same, but the big thing with Boston is that they cleaned out so much of their roster and then they're just really different. So, oh, is it an ocean? Shit, man. That's good to know. Well, where's the Metropolitan Ocean? That's what they call the Great Lakes. (laughs) 
All right, I'll take it. <laughs> so, like the Atlantic, I think it's I think the hierarchy is still the same. It's going to be some combination of Tampa Bay, uh, Boston, Toronto, and Florida. Toronto, I don't know. They're relying on Jack Campbell to be legit. Yep. And, and the they are. Sucks. Yeah, like they're they, the, Mrazek and Campbell is kind of it. Uh, they haven't really changed. They not really like big changes other than that. Yeah. So no, the, the ice cream that's Neapolitan ice cream, <laughs> not Metropolitan. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Uh. <laughs> The rest of that division, though, like you're, I mean, Montreal is somewhere gonna is gonna be somewhere in there. How real are the injuries? Well, right? I mean, like, and you had the divisions been like this last year, Montreal wouldn't have even made the playoffs. I know they made the Cup Finals, but yeah, yeah, how real is that team? Actually, don't know. Right, hey, Montreal is my wild card. With Buffalo, Ottawa, and Detroit somewhere in there. Uh, Buffalo and Detroit at the bottom. Bad. Yeah. Ottawa, we'll see. Like if Ottawa gets if if Ottawa gets any kind of goaltending, I think on any given night they can take some teams. I I don't know if they're a playoff team, but you would expect in the next year or two that organization needs to start turning the corner. Yeah. So. So we'll we'll see. Um, that's. The the really the the three teams that I think are like legit in that division though I think are Tampa Bay, Florida, and Toronto. With Boston having a lot more of uh, you know, it it feels like we've been saying this for five years now, but you're still just waiting for Boston to hit the cliff, right? Well, like, the thing is though is that like they no longer have the the goaltending duo yep. that they've they've had. Yeah, it like. They're, they've steadily been dropping key pieces, and they still have most of their forward core together at this point, but Chara's gone now, Krug's gone now, and I know they've they've replaced some of those guys to a certain extent. Yeah, but, I, but, but like, Rask was, like, Rask and Krejci. Yep. You know, like I'm getting Linus Olmark is a big, okay, we'll see. You know, did he... Put up put up decent uh, put up decent numbers in Buffalo. Now he's going to be behind a much better team in Boston. He's kind of their key, right? Like how these how these guys do. Um, I mean, Tuca's not supposed to come back until like at the earliest, like February. Yeah. And if it's if if the earliest is January, and then there's an entire month off in February, you should just give him that. And then have him come back in March or the, the last twenty games of the season yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like the, by that point, they may not be. You know, they might have some serious work to do if Olmark just can't handle this. Yep. So you know the there's still there's still tons to go with Rask. So they still are, they're going to play more than half the season without him, and that's. You know, that's, I think, their biggest problem. And, and a lesser extent, like, David Krejci as a 2C was propping up their their entire second line, which was kind of a, a low-key issue for them until Taylor Hall showed up. Yep. And then Taylor Hall showed up, and Krejci and Hall had chemistry. And so then those two got rolling. Well, now Krejci's gone. 
And I don't know how adequately they replaced that spot in their lineup. Uh, so that's that's a really, really important question. Where's their depth scoring going to come from? Assuming that their top guys are still going to be their top guys. Um, I just think that the other teams, I think the other teams have smaller question marks. They're more solidified, less, yeah. Yeah, less impactful question marks surrounding them. Um, you know, Florida, Florida looks awesome, I think. If, if Florida can get a healthy season out of Aaron Eckblad, yeah. they're scary, man. If Aaron Eckblad and, and Mackenzie Weger play the way that they did last year and they stay healthy, they're going to be awesome. Yep. Uh, Boston does have in their depth the, the question marks around DeBrusque and whether he's going to stay there too. But Yeah. I mean, um, that's part of – that's part of like they have a – what are they getting out of Nick Foligno? Yep. You know, they went out and they spent a lot of money on depth, too. It's kind of the way that Edmonton did. So I'm very curious to see how that goes for them. But that division feels – I feel better about that division than I do the Metropolitan. Well, I mean, you have to start the Metro with your Isles, who is, are just a big question mark because they still haven't done anything, right? I saw like, a comment in here, Salty, that I'm wearing an Isles hat, and I don't know what to say. Uh, tough, bud. It's one of my favorite hats. So <laughs> I love the hat. Go yeah, Isles. If, they're, if they're someone dope. buys him one of those hundred fifty dollar hats we've shown on eBay, I'm sure he'll wear that one instead. But yeah, true. I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to shell out for for one of those. <laughs> yeah, I and I rotate hats on the show like yeah. on a regular basis. He, I he don't. wears a ton of hats on the show. Yeah. I've got just sitting here right off camera. I've got stacks of hats. Yeah, we have a bunch of hats here. Here's an abs hat. Would, would you guys feel better if I was wearing this right now? Wear it sideways okay. on top of your Isles hat. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know how you're going to be able to put your uh, your headphones back on with that. but. Oh, yep. <laughs> yep. This is a no-go. This is a no-go. <laughs> I do. I need to get a Kraken hat. I really do. You know, this... Dude, their colors are sick on a hat, too. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely Brecton's ride. This is how you know yeah, we're in August. This is the most August picture of the DNVR abs pod we've ever had, I think. <laughs> but... when, I, when, I, when I left uh, Winnipeg, I actually forgot. I was wearing uh, my Isles hat and my Broncos hat. One forward and one backward. <laughs> And I got to the border and was still and was still wearing it. People he was, giving you weird looks. The, the border guard goes, "Cool hat." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh god, I'm still wearing two of them." <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, the rest of the Eastern, despite the Isles being a total mystery at this point. Yeah, the Isles need to actually do something for us to for us to be able to talk about them. It felt like Carolina didn't really get better. They lost Dougie, obviously, on the defensive side. Yeah, Dougie, D'Angelo, goaltending. Like, uh, they replaced their goalies with like just different goalies, right? They replaced Nedeljkovic with uh, who? They they were they were Bernier. I forget. Yeah, so they replaced Nedeljkovic, Reimer, and Mrazek. Okay. Yeah. With Anti Ranta and Freddie Anderson. Oh, was, that was right. They went and got Freddie. Okay. Yeah, and now like then they Ethan the Ethan Bear for Warren Fogle thing I think was smart business for them. Mm-hmm. 
but you know, Slavin and Pesci at the top, they'll be fine. But then you've got Bear, you've got Cole, you've got D'Angelo, you've got Gardner, you have Brady Shea. Figuring all of that out, there's there's a lot of work to do there. The forward core, you know, the Svechnikov needs to take the next step. Yep. They he's need gotta to be, take he's gotta be a real dude for them in this forward core now. Yeah. He needs to he needs to go from being good to I mean, really good, really good. He needs to be elite. He needs to take that jump. Yep. He needs to be the man. Yep. Uh, for them to be a serious contender, not just a not not just a, a team that's hard out. They'll make the playoffs. They should make the playoffs comfortably. They'll be a good regular season team, but they've got to get some. They've got to get a special performance or two uh, for them to get to get beyond that. It's a weird division, man. You have yeah. Jersey, like, still waiting for their breakout. You have the well, Rangers, who are weird. New Jersey New Jersey, going for it. They signed yep. Dougie Hamilton. They signed Tomas Tatar. Yep. They trade for Ryan Graves. They have remade their entire defense uh, over, over this summer. Like, you go back and you look at their defense at the end of the year, and it's like, wow, this is like Ty Smith and a whole lot of hopes and prayers. And it's not so much like that anymore. I mean, you have Ryan Graves and Dougie Hamilton, David Damon Severson, Ty Smith, and Jonas Siegenthaler. Like that's a legit group now. And then you know whatever they're going to get out of PK Subban, we'll see. Sure. But a much, I mean, that's a much much better group of six than the than the one that they finished the season with. And they still so, have young talent on the forward side too. So. Yeah, I mean you you still have uh Nico Heischer and and Jack Hughes down the middle. And then what are they gonna get out of some of their young guys? You know, who's gonna make who's gonna step. make yeah. the, the team, you know? And then they gave John Bernier a bunch of money to hedge the bet against uh McKenzie Blackwood failure. If Mackenzie Blackwood is the real deal, like we've seen him be in the past, then great. They're off in the running. And now if he's not, their season isn't completely tanked because they're relying on Scott Wedgwood to do something. They have a decent veteran in John Bernier who can at least be a steadying force for them. Albeit unspectacular. Not going to be special. Then you have the Rangers who... That's... Let's be honest, that's a team who desperately needs their young kids to live up to the hype. They need yeah. Lafreniere and Kako to break out. Huge part of their huge part of their appeal is that they won those two lottos and they got Laugh and Kako. And yeah. if those two kids, and especially Lafreniere, man, if they live up to their potential, they're cruising. Like they're they're the team that missed the playoffs that makes a deep run. Yep. Definitely on the table. Columbus exists. Yeah, Columbus, <laughs> you know, if you actually go and look at all the stuff that Columbus did this offseason, they have been so busy. Yep. And now that the dust has kind of settled from it, I really don't have any idea if they're going to be any good or not. They did a lot of stuff to not really go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. We don't know what's up with Max Domi when he comes back, how he will be. 
Um, we don't know about the young guys. We, we don't know what the young guys are going to look like if they get there. You know, is, uh, is Chinikov going to play? What's up with Liam Foody? Like, we don't know with some of their higher-end prospects what's going to happen. Yep. Right now, right now, their center depth, no joke, is Jack Roslovic at 1C. Yep. So that's a but really... Can, but you can play Voracek next to him. Yeah, like Line A and Voracek, I think, will work well together. But Roslo is the, is the top guy now. Well, certainly while Domi's gone, I mean, good luck, guys. Uh, yep. And then after that, like, your forward core is just like, okay, you've heard of all these guys. Some of them are pretty good. Oliver Bjorkstrand might be one of the more underrated cats in the league. But just in terms, you know, he's he's very Burakovskian. Yeah, it's a bunch of dudes, right? Like, Yeah, like solid, but you're like, okay, cool. You're hoping for a breakout. From like to share or something, I guess. Yeah. Well, then defensively, you lose Seth Jones, you get Adam Bulkfist, but you don't really do much else there. Like Jake Bean is going to come in, and the problem, the the real big problem, is that both Warensky and Bulkfist should have f- first cracks at power play jobs ahead of Jake Bean. Yep. So you know, and then Gavrikov is fine, but Dean Kukin, Andrew Peak, Scott Harrington. Gavin Bayruth are like these aren't dudes. Yeah, it gets a little a little sketchy down at the end, and then you have the top of the division from 1920, which includes Philadelphia. Which Philadelphia, first of all, obviously struggled a ton last year, and secondly, <laughs> just did random things. Made a great move to go out and get better on defense, only to follow that up with random moves that seemingly made them worse in every way. Look, anybody anybody that feels strongly about what's about to happen in this flyer season has no idea. Is either lying to you, a psychic, or drunk. I'll say impaired. Impaired. There impaired. you go. I don't want to just limit it to, to, to booze. You could be on any number of other substances that alter your minds. <laughs> Fair enough. Like how anybody would feel strongly about whatever the hell is going on in Philadelphia. Like Katie's going to feel strongly about Philadelphia, of course. But like, you ask her what about what's about to happen this season? Nobody knows. How could anybody possibly know? It's insane. So they are they are maybe the league's biggest. I don't know, guys. Does does that leave Washington and Pittsburgh as the top contenders still, or do you think the Isles and Carolina are on par with them? Yeah. I think all those teams are in one big group together. This all right. this feels like this could be this could be the this could this is either going to be the NHL's best division or it's gonna be the most mediocre division. Where none of these teams live up to their potential hype. They all have yeah. glaring problems and they all end up as ninety five point teams. Sounds about right. So or or this is the division that produces four one hundred point teams and it's an absolute murderer's row. Pick your poison there, I guess. Yeah. 
Because there's not, I don't think, like, between Jersey, the Rangers, Columbus, like, Columbus looks like the worst team on paper to me. And I think they should be competitive. Like, the to me, I think Columbus looks like a 75-point team. And if the worst team in your division is a 75-point team, you have a pretty good division. I'll say a pretty competitive division. Sure. Little cannibalistic, but it's, maybe, but yeah. Exactly. It's going to be the difference between are there four 100-point teams or are there no 100-point teams and they all finish around 95 or 97 points. Yep. Is they all just, it's just like a bloodbath of mediocrity. <laughs> all right. I think uh, I think we're about done for the day then. Uh, I feel like that'll be the title of my biography at the end of my life. Bloodbath of mediocrity. Bloodbath of mediocrity. Uh, <laughs> the penguins, like the penguins are the same thing that the penguins have been for the last five years. Yep. They've got they've got they've got some true blue dudes at the top of their at the top of their roster. They've got some they've got some good players some uh, throughout their lineup, both offensively and defensively. In goal is a big question mark. Either one of those guys between Jari and DeSmith could get hot and, and could do something. But as long as that team has Gino and Sid doing their thing, they'll be competitive. Like Exactly. And and they just find guys. Like they just find guys. It doesn't make any sense, but they just they do such a great job developing guys into uh, useful NHL players. There you go. We're going to get out of here. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, consuming the podcast. We're into August now, so things might get a little bit silly, but be sure to like and subscribe here on YouTube. Best place to watch us is on YouTube, by the way. If you're not, YouTube's the way to go. So jump on over to YouTube. Give us a subscription. Little, Totally free on YouTube. Jump on it. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Not sure what we'll talk about, but yeah. I'm sure it'll be fun. Maybe we'll do a question show or something. I don't know. Um, Anyway, we'll figure that out. Hope to see you there. One o'clock tomorrow. Until then, we'll talk to you later.